Hey guys, I'm your writer with the Cloud Noun Podcast here with David Zeff from Exceed.ai. David, thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm here. Good to be here. You're running running sales and marketing, right? Doing a little bit more. A little bit more. Uh, a bit of everything. Wear a couple of hats. Yeah, wear wear a couple of hats. I don't, I don't run marketing. Marketing now we is run. We've got a, a head of marketing, um, Billy Attar, who runs um, all of our marketing activities at the moment. But um, I mean, since I joined, doing everything from you know demos to closing and and in between and you know uh, as as you wear many hats in the startup world, especially at like a um, relatively early stage, fast growing company. I think the job description goes out the window the second you start. So. Oh, 100%. Um, it's been a fun ride. Yeah. I, I've been cleaning coffee off the tables to start it with CloudTask. You're still cleaning coffee off the table. Still cleaning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Today, I'd love to talk about you know, automating the top of the funnel and, and just kind of how automation is going to change sales, right? You know, I have a, I've always had that clip instinct and prediction that customer success, um, you know, is going to be the future in the sense that people want to talk to people that really understand that the, the person they're working with, their products, their problems, something that can help fix a problem and also advise on new upsells. Um, and it's technologies like Exceed.ii and, and other companies out there that are allowing this possible, right? You guys are obviously focusing on the top of the funnel. Um, I'd love to learn more about you know, where you see this automation going and, you know, just maybe tell us a little bit about, you know, even exceed.ai. I mean, I, I know from a high level that it's, it's got the ability to follow up and book meetings um, and mm-hmm. kind of replace that manual task of an SDR just being like, Hey David, um, want to set time to talk to you. And you're like, oh, I'm busy. I'm going to come back in two weeks from this trade show. Hit me up then, Right. And that's, it takes a lot of time. And then it, it, it's a lot of human error, right? Like if you're not, if you're not, mm-hmm setting up free um, you know, emails to go off on a certain date or your calendar, you can miss that, right? And that opportunity, you're chasing an opportunity for a long time and you forget that one follow-up and then someone else follows up with them and you lost that deal, right? So yeah, I'd love to learn. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. yeah, with pleasure. So, I mean, just, you know, kind of tying in with, with what you shared, I think that what we're seeing more of today and we've been seeing it for a long time is specialization and automation and trying to really leverage technology for what it's supposed to be for. Um, you know, the point of all technology almost is basically to save time, right? And to really get the most out of people. Um, and like the best example I can think of is like the invention of, you know, like the washing machine, right? To, people used to spend hours and hours hand washing clothes. Um, some people still do. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but, uh, you know, so when it comes to sales and marketing, the journey from like lead to meeting is pretty linear. You would think, right? If you show interest in the product or service, you register that interest, I'm going to attend a meeting. But if you've ever been in sales, then you know that that's a joke, right? And there is no real linear path because all sorts of things happen. People get busy. People forget they don't show uh, they were interested, but then they changed their mind. Um, and there's a lot of back and forth. And um, using human sales teams for that process um, obviously does the job to some extent. It's a very expensive way of doing it. And it's also shown that people are, especially today, like salespeople today, one, they hate doing it. 
And two, they're good until a certain point. There's a certain point where if you're not getting responses to your follow-ups, there's just diminishing returns. So what happens today is it becomes quite lazy. You put them into some sort of marketing nurturing sequence and it's going to keep sending them vanilla information until one day the guy is so you know, full of this you know, boring content that he um, either you know, completely deletes and wants nothing to do with you, doesn't remember why he's even on your mailing list, or one of those items that you're hitting him with registers. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's actually a good point. And they re-engage. Re um, that strategy worked until everyone did it. It's like everything else. It all works until everyone does it. Today, everyone talks about LinkedIn as a platform to kind of get a lot of engagement. Maybe that's true today. I guarantee you in a year from today, it's not going to work, right? We see it all yeah, the time. So yeah, exactly right. That's why we're all talking about TikTok because like, oh my God, no one's on TikTok. You know, you can listen to Gary Vee for hours about it. Um, and um, that's, that's true. And I think that the delivery system uh, has to change too. And uh, so on the Exceed side, what we're doing, um, which is really exciting, is leveraging AI, conversational AI, to have meaningful interactions on a relatively personal level with a prospect um, through a conversation, which is a very human trait, um, and then guide them to the next stage um, in that sales process. So whether it's to schedule a meeting, or I would say also quite interestingly, um, one of the best use cases for Exceed is actually disqualification of leads. So we have a lot of customers get a lot of inbound leads. Think of companies, and I'm not mentioning customer names, but just companies that fall in this category, companies like Zoom or Adobe, that um, it's very hard to tell when you get an inbound lead, the quality of that lead and having human teams, you know, approach them is a bit of a gamble. So usually there's some sort of qualification question coming in, but it's, it's hard. It's hard to maintain that and follow up with those leads. Um, so solutions like Exceed really help you also sort the wheat from the chaff. Um, and make sure that, you know, those meetings happen as, as they do. And I think just like, you know, tying to your topic, that's exactly it. You know, it's about kind of getting the most out of people today and, and how to kind of leverage technology in the best way. I think that following up is a really important skill, um, but it doesn't necessarily serve the buyer, right? So it's cool to be like, I'm just a follow-up master in my brain. I just, you know, I can remember that David said he's going to hire SDRs in six months. I'm going to call him in 5.2 months, right? But if people are not um, focusing on following up, they can actually get into forums and start learning about the day-to-day -day of a CFO if they're selling to CFOs. And those activities would literally create a better experience. And, and if you look at the SDR career path, most SDRs want to different kind of executives, right? They don't want to stay. Like there are professionals in sales development. Uh, you know, I'm basically mm. an SDR for my team and I, I, like, I like staying that way. Um, but most, um, I would say want to become account executives and they want to know more about the people, not the following up. Um, yep. So yeah, I could see that it, it would give a better experience. And if you, you do examples like you, know, you brought up zoom, right? Like, it, like you can ask a question being like, Hey, just out, out of curiosity, uh, how big is your company? Is it, is it one to two employees or is it five, 10? And they can answer a simple question and one to two can go to an automatic MQL sequence. Um, two to five can go to maybe a hybrid, right? And, and the big ones can go right to a personal touch. And that's how companies, um, okay, look, we, we're, we all wish we had companies with product market fit that, you know, Zoom has a good problem, right? I think they have probably more mm. free customers than they could possibly touch, um, you know? Mm. 
And uh, I'm trying to actually meet with Ryan, the chief revenue officer of this podcast. So Ryan, if you're listening, uh, we need to meet in San Francisco in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I spoke to him, they have more, their issues, too many users, right? So this technology, yeah. um, you know, this concept, right? Let's not say like, that they're a customer of yours or not, or, or, you know, the concept of just, you got product market fit, right? Um, there are ways now to, give the, the customer a better experience to create self-serve funnels when needed to create a human funnel when not. Right. And, and, um, this kind of efficiency, I think helps the bottom line, right. Um, it helps, uh, profit margins and also helps employees get better at what they're doing, not just kind of wasting away. So it's, it's great, um, that it's happening. Do you see technology like this being able to, um, offer people, deals and incentives to kind of close a deal like let's say it's grammarly right and it's like hey i noticed that you came and visit our site here's a coupon for 60 days for free or give it to your friends have, have you seen applications like that uh, arise yeah i mean there's a lot of applications today like that that space of like intent um and trying to um like you know really reach out automatically to site visitors in the b2c scenario there's a lot of companies out there that do things like that um try to track who that person is i think everyone's trying to take on the big problem the big problem being how do we connect a buyer and a seller um and there's a lot of companies that are specializing in one piece and i think the reason why they're all doing it is because firstly it's very hard to tackle the whole thing at once so you'll have companies that specialize in you know locating site visitors and attributing that data then you've got companies that just sell data You've got companies like Exceed that really sell conversations. Um, you've got you know, all sorts right, of, of companies that try to break down that process. So I think today, um, I think what's driving all of this ready, it, it kind of becomes a self-fueling um, um, cycle because the reason why we need all of these things is because there's a lot of noise. And there's a lot of noise because we're all trying to get hold of buyers, right? And so, and we're all using these tools. So, um, then like breaking through noise is probably going to be one of the most important skills of a salesperson. Um, if it isn't already. Um, and I think I agree with you, like on the follow-up side, like it's not, you know, as you said, it doesn't serve the buyer to follow up, but it does serve the buyer to follow up if you're giving them something of value when you are following up. Right. So if, for example, in your last conversation, you just mentioned like an idea, like, okay, they hired you know, a whole bunch of new SDRs in six months time. If leading into that follow-up, you had shared them. Hey, I remember when we last spoke, you talked about hiring SDRs. Have you seen this article? And no ask at the end of that email, just thought you'd appreciate it, you know, um, or, Hey, here's a contact of mine who used to, who did something similar um, and succeeded. Would you like to talk to him? No ask, just networking. I love that you said that because I think 220 is the year of no ask. 220 is the year of give because there is not a single person with buying power in the world that does not understand the fact that uh, do you have 15 minutes is a self-serving question, right? If you give them information, they will research you. They will respect that. And if you can help them, they will come to you, right? Because asking for 15 minutes from somebody, if I got one of my guys got you on the phone for 15 minutes, he convinced you, it's going to matter. If you're, it's not going to turn into an opportunity to work together. If you're just saying, okay, fine, I'll take 15 minutes, right? You're the type of buyer, the modern buyer is going to go on our site. They're going to look at our YouTube channel. They're going to look at reviews on G2 Craft. And then they're going to say, um, 
I found this company, right? I found it's that's the world we live in, right? right. Um, right. And and so you make a good point. Uh, this is something we were doing in cloud tasking that we recommend all our clients is just changing the language, right? Changing the here's this, here's that best practice, right? Um, here's here's what here's some good resources for customer success. Here's a good way of op- automating. But asking for that 15 minutes, it's kind of like almost. Um, it's almost intuitive that a question is there without asking it, right? If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I've, I think one of the other key factors is, and it's also a little bit of, um, you know, confirmation bias is when you're in the sales and marketing technology space where we are kind of both sitting and I guess the customer success space where like our clients are in those fields are actively looking for solutions. Um, we can afford to be a bit more um, and we kind of have to be because there's so many other versions and variants of what we do. We have to stand out with some sort of personal networking. There are other industries I would say that you do still need to really push. Right. I think like, um, and I don't mean that in like the aggressive, like um, dull way of just like, Hey, you know, let's get, come on, get on the phone for 15 minutes. But there are industries where, or, or solutions that you sell where people might not necessarily be aware or looking for it. And, there is some sort of you know need to do some you know outbound reach out, but I would say again, like when in that reach out, the point of it is to try and build a connection. Um, if you can build a connection, the meeting will obviously come, and the business will obviously come. If you're only trying to build a meeting, it may it's a it's very binary. Um, so, I, and, and and I think that that's like one of the key pieces. Like when we look at top of the funnel. Um, whether you're using human SDRs or AI SDRs, um, you have to realize that the buyer on the other side is looking exactly for that, right? They're looking for connection. All humans look for connection. If you can help them, people want to work with you or have some sort of relationship with you. And that's the way you drive business forward in this context. Yeah. So I want to break up uh, another point, Um, email, right? Like, like we're getting, Anywhere from like a twenty yeah. to thirty percent open rate um, with the explosion of tools like Outreach, Apollo, Sales Loft. People don't talk about this, but like I know that G Suite and other servers are picking up onto that, and um, they're making emails harder to get delivered, and it's going to continue that way, right? So um, a big thing that we do at, at CloudTask is uh, we use SMS text, and and we work with companies like SalesMessage.com, that uh, a teammate of ours. Um, and others, and um, we've incorporated that and seen that we're getting, you know, three percent response rates. Um, I know that things like many chats, uh, which raised eleven million dollars last year, which is automating um, instant messenger, is also big. And business, I think, is, you know, I use it because I'm checking every channel. But I, I think um, SMS is going to be big in two twenty, and then probably many chat and WhatsApp, um, which is not so big in the states, but big in Israel and and you know, Colombia, where yeah. I'm at. Um, are you guys working on extending your automation through different channels at the moment? Yeah. So currently we're available on a web chat and email and the two systems speak to each other, which means for like a very seamless experience. Cause if you were in a chat, a lot of the time you ask one or two questions and you run away, you don't actually end up always booking a meeting. So to have an email follow up saying, Hey David, were we able to answer everything that you, you know, asked about I don't know, pricing or would you want to schedule a time to talk to Amir? That's very helpful. I think that you do have to be where your buyers are. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make from a strategic point of view is to build a strategy around a certain channel. So, you know, um, whether it's phone and, and, you know, I know it's very hot right now to talk about phone. It's always like 
it's like a bit of a like a bro thing um yes i'm for the phone uh also it's also i mean when you look at like channels like email and even social you've got to think about who runs those channels right i think why why sms makes sense in that context is because sms isn't really actually governed by any companies that make money from you creating ads whereas whatsapp's owned by facebook right and linkedin is owned by microsoft and google own and, and microsoft also runs outlook and google owns basically i don't even know what the stat is something i don't know what 80 90 of email so those companies don't make money from me and you sending emails to each other they make money from some do that. Us some, paying for some ads. providers actually my some do? my good friend chris tomic uh, IBD Mobile was teaching uh, mobile networks how to do billage billing through their uh, their network, but this is this is you know more in you know Africa hmm. and Europe, um, not normally mainstream in the United States. Um, but yeah, they they got onto it right. I'm like, there's a lot of money in that. So a big carrier like Vodafone yeah. can say, I got you know 50 million users. If um, an affiliate comes through my network, gives me 60 percent of revenue. It's happening. It just covers if it makes sense but it's more clear yeah let, let's try not let's hope no one from those those places are listening to this because um uh, yeah. but that's you know they're, they're, they're yeah, no, no i mean those companies not not africa but i'm saying like you know companies like vodafone etc because that that like is the the quest ready like we were talking a bit about tiktok and all these like you're you're always you have to be available across multi-channels and i think for exceed the next frontier is um two things one is sms and then voice to deliver uh, the same kind of AI capability from voice. I'm always putting people together. It's like it happened. I'm always putting people together. Let's yeah, do it. I mean, I would, I, I would definitely see messenger. I'm like, today, it starts with what you said, right? A message that is friendly, helpful, right? If you know someone engaged you, right? Um, and taking yeah. that same message and putting it to different channels um, is nice. And I, I, I'm a big. So one of the things that we're doing now um, at Cloudcast is we've been like, a lot of the customers when they hire us, like you know, Amir, we want your guys to take country calls today. Right? And I'm like, great, cool. I'm sure you do, right? Because people are shy on the phones these days. And when you hire a third party outsource company, you're like, I'm going to make them do what I can't get my W2s to do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But we get a 2% connect rate, right? Yeah. And right. what I am advising our clients to do now through our sales consultants is, Every time you make a call, follow it up with text. So let's say I call you, David. Ring, 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 ring. I don't get you. I follow up with a text saying, hey, David, it's Amir from CloudTask. I'm uh, just calling from your cell. Wanted to share some information with you. Um, what would be the best channel? Would it be email or LinkedIn? That SMS right there would is it, it's kind of gluing together the effort of the call. You're probably going to look at the website. You're probably going to say three things. You're probably not going to respond. You say email or LinkedIn, and you probably look at it because you'd be curious. Or you'll say, yeah. "Why do you have my cell phone? Don't text it." But we all know that every single notification in the world goes on your cell phone, so I don't buy that anymore, right? Because you get an email goes to your phone, yeah. call goes to your phone, uh, a, a Facebook message goes to your phone, Instagram goes to your phone. So sorry that you got an SMS. People say it's invading privacy. I do not think so. You get every your Uber's two minutes late. You have a notification on your phone. So find me a river. It's all coming through your phone. Um, <laughs> you know? um, but I think this is something that I'm pushing really big because it also stands out, right? And a sea of everybody doing the same thing, right? Um, even if a customer, a company is using Exceed and you don't have SMS yet, if someone on the team is taking people that you know they can help and throwing a little SMS text in there, it might be that little effort to convert them until you build out that platform, right? And you build out that integration. Um, but that's something I'm pushing big 
um, right now I'm seeing it working really well. Um, and I, I, I literally got a text yesterday from Bernie Sanders about voting and stuff like that. So um, cool. you know, and I got an email from Bradford Owen saying, uh, I want to text you something, right? Um, P. Diddy on yeah. Instagram, you got his, Gary V. Like you, the, all the, the writings on the wall are there that, um, you know, that channel is going to be That's big. Nice and then the concept of automating platforms, the concept remains the same, right? Concept of doing that admin work is, is what you guys are doing. Um, and then just a matter of, of more channels, right? Yeah, I think, uh, like, as I said earlier, I think that the channels is all we're doing is we're looking for like an arbitrage in attention. And so, you know, uh, it's today SMS is relatively empty because everyone went over to WhatsApp, right? So WhatsApp's very busy. Not many people are on SMS. Also, not many people are used to getting an SMS. Just like, by the way, not many people are used to getting a phone call uh, anymore. And so those channels are coming back in fashion and it's just a cyclical thing. Um, so I think that, yes, it makes sense. I think also the other thing I would say is again, coming, you know, thinking about top of the funnel, it's going to be industry specific and, you know, some people would hate to get an SMS, um, you know, from a process, like a company that wants to work with them or whatever, but again, content matters, right? Why you're reaching out matters, who you're reaching out to when you're doing it, all of these things matter. So, um, I also wonder if a lot of this is like a generational thing. Because we're like, we're growing up in like a Tinder generation, right? And we're used to kind of you know, instant uh, results, right? From our efforts, right? Swipe left, you know, swipe left, swipe right. Um, whereas like real, if you think of like way back when, before social, before, you know, email even, right? How did people do business? Like they would meet each other. They'd, they'd go for lunch. They'd have some conversations. They know a guy who knows a guy. And then something would happen, right? And so we've managed to scale that whole thing up with all these platforms. But the way that humans interact is actually still the same. Um, no one likes, like, the, the most decried, like, if you want an instant 100 likes on LinkedIn today, write a post about people prospecting you on the first connection. And, like, a 1,000 people will clap for you. Um, and, and that's because like, that's obvious. Like that's, that's exactly what it's not supposed to be. Why would I, why do I want to give you something? I don't even know you. I've got nothing, you know, no value from you. So that whole, that still stays the same, but now you've got all these different channels to do it at speed and at, at scale. And with things like AI, you can do it intelligently. Um, so that, you know, it's not just, you know, Amir is not just getting some sort of bland, um, post about, Hey, our company's the best in the world. want to find out what we do? That's great. You're getting something very detailed and specific to what you're doing. Um, so whoever masters that today wins the game, dominates the market. And if you can combine that with multi-channel, high volume, highly personal reach out, you win. David, you basically just answered my question. I was going to ask you to, to, to recap this, this podcast. So I won't, I won't ask you the question of what your prediction is because you went right to it. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you just okay. had the instinct. But, um, this has been awesome. And I, I look forward to continuing you know, our partnership and continuing to find ways to uh, create greater efficiencies in the top of the funnel um, and just help the industry as a whole. Um, for those that are listening that want to connect with you and learn um, more about your sales experiences, how you can help them, where can they find you and what's the best way for them to reach you? 
Yeah, sure. So the, the best places to reach me personally, LinkedIn, just look up David Zeff. I think there's probably only one of us. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty open and vocal about my experiences in the sales space. Um, and if you're, you're young and hip, you can find me on Instagram. I am David Zeff. Awesome. Dave, this has been and amazing. I would be remiss. One last thing that I'd be remiss not to mention that you can, you can find out more about conversational AI and how it's shaping sales and marketing at exceed.ai. Awesome. I really appreciate your time. And I think the next, I, I want to see, I want to see a nice workflow. It's a chart workflow it's on, on LinkedIn. Give away some information. Else. I need, I need to okay. share. All right. That's my challenge for you. What's the good? Let's do it. I'll put good something up on LinkedIn. Um, really appreciate your time. And I appreciate you joining the cloud nine podcast. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in Tel Aviv this summer. Gotta go back. Awesome. Looking All forward. Right. Take we'll care, catch man. up on the beach. You got it. Thanks. Amir. Speak to you soon.